Okay, hello everybody, this is Brother Speak. Uh, this is where we actually talk about issues that pertain to us and the black LGBT community. So, as we normally do, like to go around the room, kind of see how everybody's week is going, and start over to my left, which is the teddy bear Clark Kent. Oh God, why do I have to be Clark Kent? I mean, he's like a geek kind of a guy. He's very, he's um, very got, okay, quiet, he's very, he's very, um, he's nothing he's not going to be nothing too much of anything. When, when, when do I enough. turn into Superman? Just, well, you, have to, you have to determine teddy that. Bear. You're, you said teddy bear. And most people look at you as teddy, teddy bear first. So therefore, teddy bear in itself actually talks about sensitivity. It talks about a lot of cuddling. It talks about a lot of things that you've already I mentioned. Like to cuddle. So therefore, Clark Kent, teddy bear, teddy bear Clark Kent. That's your label. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. I'd, I'd rather be somebody from Marvel, but I'll, I'll let wow. you. Wow. Who you want to be? I'll let you live your life. No, no, no. I'll let you be, Ted. Who you want to be, Ted? Ted, who you want to be? I want to be Peter Parker. That's what I want to be. Who's Peter Parker? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Peter Parker. All right. I'm Darnell, and I've had a very tiring week. That's all you get from me. Yes. Okay, do you have a name for me? A little, little spice in Darnell today. All right, all right. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so, you know, I was working on you. I was working on you. I'm thinking myself, well, all right, he's definitely, that, you know, come from Mississippi. And I said, you know, how he delivers it, he's very... Very calm, very you know. Spit this shit out. Hold on, it's, it's, it's a description that was. Uh, okay. And actually, I was, descri- was kind of you know I was actually kind of struggling with him a little bit. I said, well, what, what else could I possibly say? I see he has a down home country, you know, southern traits, but at the same time, he's very, you know, very calm and and, and nothing crazy. So I couldn't come up with a label that I thought was like really like okay. What what label would you give yourself? You're right on the money because I have no idea. <laughs> I don't fit into any boxes. I just, I really don't. So I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna figure this one out. I'm gonna figure this one well, out. Well, good luck with that. When you do, you let me I'm know because I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's gonna have a label in this room. So go ahead. How was your week? Uh, my week was a little bit stressful. Um, work. I had a project that I was trying to finish, but for the most part, it's done. So next week will be a whole lot easier. Thank God. Okay. So right. work, 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 work. Yeah. <laughs> and we swing on over to ah, okay, this is okay, this is the, the label I have for you. The I, I think I already told you before. The raw talk old school papa. That's a JT. long that's a long, long but, hold on. Raw, wait, raw talk old school papa JT. Or I, Papa I, JT. I mean, wait a minute, does that not fit you or not? The gentleman. The asshole and animal. Okay, so it all rolls in there some kind of way. So yeah, it I does. Guess, I guess. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. So, how's your week going, JT? Um, today was crazy. I literally was about to walk off my job. I was just telling that too. I said yeah. he's about to walk off his job, so I don't know if Sunday is going to be a problem anymore. <laughs> so what they do to you? <laughs> what happened? No help. I mean, I was extremely fucking busy today. I. Started at 11 o'clock and never let, left make line. Oh. Never. I, yeah, I take that back. Yeah, to run, to catch stuff, and to take customers. And I just stopped fucking answering the phone. <laughs> Ooh, wow. You know they don't like, they don't like they that. They can kiss my ass on the shit. <laughs> but my uh, week has been so far so good. Um, on personal business, I had a client who... Um, Decided to dodge me, so they like Facebook, so I Facebook their ass. 
and let them know that this is unprofessional. Mm -hmm. And remember, the professional me is talking now, but you don't want to see the hood me. So he owes you a lot of money, or was you? No, it was just the principle that you egg my calls. Oh. See, there's the problem when I call you. If I call you, tell me you ain't got it. We'll set up arrangements when you get it. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah. But when I call you and you avoid my calls, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. but you updating your social status on Facebook a lot, Houston, mm. we got a problem. Okay. So okay. I updated their status for them <laughs> with a message. Oh my God. Hey, you know, this is what Judge Judy's for. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, right? no, because see, it's, it goes from professional to court. To Jake's big down collection agency. No, I'm saying Judge Judy, she'll pay your. You don't have to worry about court costs. She'll pay. I know, because it goes to them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they pay that. But no. Get your money and a trip to California. Come on. I don't like her, though. No, you don't like her? I don't nah. like her. I, don't really? like her I like no, Judge Judy. She's, she's good. She, she, if she don't agree with what you said and you can be 100% right, yep. she's going to judge out. If she doesn't agree with how you said it. If it's yeah. minutia, yeah. That's her well, word. Minutia. Bullshit. Yeah. Minutia. <laughs> yeah, that's, that what, that's what. Minutia, minutia, details. If it's BS, then no. Why listen to it? But listen, at the end of the day, we all judge you because I ain't going on. <laughs> I think you should. For what? Because I want to see you on TV. It's not that much <laughs> funny, <laughs> though. <laughs> see, you have to realize I own another business, and it's called Jason's Beatdown Collection Agency. Mm. Where our motto is: We might ride up slow, but we do drive all fast. <laughs> Well, bitch, better have my money. I think he has a whole meaning to that. Game well, see, <laughs> I ain't talking about the Rihanna bitch better have my money. I'm talking about We the, throw the original the original song. Word to the hey, motherfucker, DJ Quick. Hey, word to the motherfucker. DJ Quick. That's what I'm saying. That's the bitch better have my oh money. Oh, my God. So we're going to turn it over to the... Uh, so basically right now we're going to... To the ghetto Carlton. Yeah, no, well, we already got that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, we talking about your ass now. Ghetto Carlton, that's yeah. what I'm oh, I, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. ghetto see Carlton. Yeah, because yeah, you're kind of preppy, but yeah. then you, you you know you, you throw it around a lot. Yeah, you know ghetto what I'm talking about. Like, it's not unusual. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I never, I never expected that one. Ghetto, Wait, ghetto Carlton. When you walk yeah. in with your preppy clothes on, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. care about yeah. my preppy oh, clothes. Oh, he's, he's laid back today, y'all. He got on t-shirts and jeans. Don't let he be. This was three ninety eight from Target. Most of the time, he looks like he just got back. From the Clearance. country club, he <laughs> plays some tennis what? with somebody. Yeah. What? All he needs is a sweater tie behind his neck. <laughs> wow! The man wow. wears sweater vests. That All right, is, I'd say what you want. It's like a blanket when you walk around in a cold. <laughs> I like sweater. Yeah, we, we live in South Florida. <laughs> I like sweater vests. Thank you very much. But the ghetto Carlson. Wow. All right. I'll, I'll, okay. All right. I, I, that you caught me off guard. You caught me off guard. <laughs> Uh, so far, my week is actually doing uh, okay. Today, I was telling, I'm telling Ricky, I didn't want to do shit. I was just in bed, yeah. and I was, you know, I was editing from my 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 <laughs> laptop. Just like I didn't want to do shit. I didn't want to do a goddamn thing. Stayed in bed all day. That's the only thing I got. Only thing I got out of bed was to eat and to come here. So I got a question for you. Since you was lazy as hell today, why the <laughs> hell you rushing me? And you know, I was in a high environment, working environment. I said 6.30. <laughs> so I, I just said 6.30, and I said, let me stick to that time, even though I was late, too. But, you Listen, know, we all came. That's yeah, just like getting a quick in the morning. Yeah, you try to come fast, but until you make that nut, you still got to get in it. You're on your roll. You're on your roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was following I didn't, you all up until the end. 
I didn't you have to repeat that. Wait, wait, wow. I got I got lost somewhere. Oh, when you had a in the morning, yeah. you know, normally when you try to have a quickie and get out the door, you just can't for nothing. You can't just walk out of there empty-handed. <laughs> if you gotta explain it, that means it's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's not gonna, it's not gonna, we was like, well, I can't help uh, it, y'all. So. <laughs> that went that left that went left for the second time. So I was like, wait, I didn't get it the first time. I got part of it. I like, really, I get the oh, premise of the part you I got. Okay. We had to see it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So at this point, we actually kind of start the week off with a little bit of pop culture. Now, this particular moment where we normally get something that you've heard, something you haven't heard, but most of the time it's already been expressed. And you know, what, what's your fascinating topic well, for this week? Well, the first one is uh, it's Future and Sierra. Well, uh, Sierra was announcing nominations for the Billboard Music Awards with Ludacris, and they were announcing, like, Best Rapper or something. She's going through the list. She says everybody's name. She gets the future, and she stops. Dead stop. Refuses to say his name. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. wait, She was announcing, I think, Ludacris. Ludacris Ludacris had had to jump in and say say future. Yeah. No, wait, this was this was Oscars? This was on Grammys. No, no, this is One of them awards. This was on Good Morning America for the Billboard Music Awards. Um, Bill wow. Future is nominated on a Billboard Music Awards. Hey, all you, all you need is to have a name. I, I don't. I couldn't. I Billboard couldn't. Future. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Maybe he sold a lot of records. I don't know. But she I, she wouldn't say his name. Wow. And on top of that, they have this lawsuit going on, and it's about like how he's basically lied about her and what she said about him. Defamation of character. Like she. Name? Yeah. Like Maybe she, she can't was, say his name. I don't know. I think she just didn't want to. Like, it's just real. Because he said some real, real shit about her. Um, he said wow. that he pays her, like, 15000 a month. He doesn't. Yeah, I heard that. That's so true. He called her washed up. Ooh. Well, you're kicking somebody when they're down, first off. But she's not down, though. But like, she, she's getting money off her modeling contract. She's a well-paid model, exactly. She's like, she's model, not a singer. She's a beautiful Instagram <laughs> model. I mean, <laughs> ever since Sierra left Missy Elliott... She what? I feel like Missy left her, didn't she? Whatever. I Missy went what? on and on retired for 15 years. Because when yeah, Missy, Missy was on her shit, back. it was on the track. It was. Now that Missy ain't on her shit, you don't hear about it. I disagree. I think her first album was the best album she had. No, no, no. Yeah, that's I what mean, she's saying. Yeah, that's that's what but Missy yeah. wasn't all that. It was a, it Missy was, was on her second album. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. No, uh, no, you, yeah, with Jazzy Faye. Jazzy Faye. Jazzy Faye, yes. He was, a, a, I thought he did her first album real good. Goodies, yeah. goodies, that, is shit. goodies yeah. was good. Goodies, yeah. Mean, and I like the first the album. The one, two step. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Better shit. than the second album. <laughs> I thought you were going to say better than the second step. That was a second step. That's what I was waiting for. But I like her music, whatever she makes. And so far, even the little stuff that she makes now, I still. Yeah, you, you want to root for her. I mean, you want her to to come back out. You want her to do something. Could, be but so you know what the thing is music. when you're in yeah. Hollywood. These people pick what yeah you want. You get what I'm saying? Is it really Hollywood or we it's we pick as fans? You know, same difference because no, because Unless, they pick they pick the singles that comes out. They pick what goes on because you know me me being a music person. All the best songs on people albums are not the ones that they play don't get on hurt. the radio. They don't get hurt. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's really true. That's true. But they have to fight for it too. If they don't fight for it, have people that are backing them, then you won't hear all the, like, the other stuff. Like a perfect example, profile. The only song y'all know of profile is liar. But that whole C D is off the charts. Profile. Wait, who is this? Who is this? Profile. Profile is see, you might know him. It's the nineties group. You're a liar, you're a cheater, deceiver, heartbreaker. Oh. 
And I won't let you back in my life, so I'm taking the house, the car, the kids, the dog. I want it all. You didn't do R&B music, so I know you lost. I did do R&B music. I used to be in those songs from when I was like nine. Like I, I know, but I remember when you were talking about you just cut off the radio? That's true. It that's was true. in that period. That's true. That's true. I'll check it out. Speaking of getting profiled. Um, <laughs> uh, right? We're talking about somebody in prison. Oh. Apollo Nida from the Real, House, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah, fine-ass Apollo who's in jail now. Apparently, he was found with a cell phone. In, uh, yeah, in, I heard maximum, about that. Yeah, so he got... Um, he's in maximum security, and he was found with a contraband cell phone. He was taken out of Gen Pop, and now he's in maximum security. Is it Bravo. Any, I don't know. It doesn't say. Because they had moved him to say. another um, facility. Yeah. I think. It was supposed to be a better facility, and this yeah. is what they were saying on Housewives. But it was blue-collar crime, though. He did, like, a blue-collar crime. But they put him somewhere else. And so, they didn't move him until after he was already in for a while. So wasn't so he wasn't in blue collar jail or no? I don't think so originally. What? Yeah, but he was in with you know what? Whoever. What was and, and I know I'm being ignorant right now, but we can skip all of this. What's the difference between blue collar and white collar? Because okay, blue collar crime is not necessarily um, maybe you have a, took out some funds so like an accountant. I think that's that white collar. Yeah, I'm sorry. White collar, white collar, you get you put good put in minimum security. Yes. you play you know, yeah, you because yeah. you you be on money laundering and shit, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But okay, when you I say blue collar, I was through. It's off. usually stuff to do with money. Yeah, okay, like, yeah exactly. Your, exactly. Exactly. You know. So basically, anybody who has to visit him from now on has to do a full body scan. So, so he won't be seeing Phaser basically. <laughs> basically, wow. she's probably going to be she's like, she's not going. She's she's not going for not happening. Matter of fact, the last time I saw the kids. Uh, the kids, they weren't crazy about his haircut. You know, the kids. Yeah, they still wanted to say he had a mohawk yeah, or something. Yeah, he had a mohawk or something like that. I, I'm so I'm thinking to myself, well, you know, you got to experiment with something because you, you got, got that much to do. Exactly. Yeah, so, let me talk about hell. You can experiment <laughs> somewhere else, hey. You know, I, I'm pretty sure something tells me he has. Moving on. All right. This The most surprising thing in this next story is the fact that LeBron James is, is only 31 because he looks. No older. way. I thought 31? he was like 40. I know, right? He looks. Yeah, um, he has an old man face. He does, right? And luckily he <laughs> he, he bought that wig, that spray on or whatever he has <laughs> to cover up that bald spot. 31? Yeah. Yeah, he's That 31. shocked the shit out of me. I didn't yeah, because he started out by He came out of high school. Yeah. That's yeah. true, but he I thought he was young. still older than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's only 31. No, he was but, uh, really young. Damn. Maybe that explains why he's DMing an 18-year-old on uh, Instagram. What? Yeah. He's, yeah. he's married. He has like three kids. And he messaged some 18-year-old. He was like, hey, what's up? <laughs> to this 18-year-old Instagram model. And she didn't even respond. All she did was wow. put him on blast <laughs> on Twitter. She she posted a, a screen cap of their conver- of his message saying, ha, 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 wow. what? <laughs> wow. She's a gorgeous girl. It's like 18-year-old white girl. Well, that's your problem. Stop going 18-year-old. <laughs> stop going the white girl. Stop <laughs> messaging people online. Like, and why would call, you do Instagram? Call your agent and be like, get me Can somebody. Wow. And they would do be it. Be discreet about yeah, it. Yeah, be real discreet. Don't do it yourself. Holy yeah. shit. Okay, all right. Wow. Then again, you know, I think his wife is white, right? I mean, uh, no, his no, wife is black. His wife Because usually when it comes to basketball players, they're the first to give up a yeah. black wife and actually go to Yeah, they trade them in. But the flip side is a lot of these guys, they get they get supported by black women their whole lives. They're yeah, black they high them. school sweetheart. Yep. They get some money, they hit 25 and they drop them. 
They yeah. have. They could have three kids with them and they still drop them because mm-hmm. they want some arm candy. Yeah, but guess what? That's why I tell the women, and I stick by this with everybody. That's why you need to go to child support. <laughs> what? Oh God. And, and and get your get your work. No, but it's still of, not guaranteed that they're it, gonna it's, get. Yeah, it's right. still not guaranteed. Yeah, that's true. If and and I say this for every man who does this. If you a coward ass. Hmm. And you, st- somebody stuck by your side from beginning to end, and you decide to leave them because you got a few dollars. I hope everything you did blow up in your face. But if you're that male, where, yeah, they didn't want to deal with you, you know, you the ugly duckling, and somebody cleaned you up like Cinderella, they cleaned you up and made sure you look pretty for the ball, and now everybody want to be on you to the sw- clock strike twelve. Then yeah, fuck them other people. The final thing is something I just wanted to nerd out a little bit. All right, y'all know Black Panther, right? You have, you have, (laughs) (laughs) you have a slight idea of who Black Panther is. Black Panther, the comic strip. He was the first prominent black superhero from Marvel Comics. Yeah, yes. He came from Africa, country country called Wakanda. He had a baby with Storm. He did not have a baby with Storm. He did have a baby. He married Storm. He married Storm. Oh, they just married. They had no kids. They got married. No, they have any kids. They got married. Like these are real people. (laughs) (laughs) Storm from the X Men. I know. know, I I didn't know that there was a history behind. But also, the director is coming out with a movie. Creed. Creed. Uh, Ryan Coogler. He's directing and writing the movie. Yes. Which is going to be great for us. And they already cast the lead actor. The reason why I brought it up is because they came up with a new comic book about him. Whoa! And, really? Yeah, and it's written by this author named. Um, let me make sure I say his name right. Todd Nahasi Coates. Okay. Please forgive me if I said that right. wrong. He wrote this book called um, "Between the World and Me," and it's basically his opinions on race relations in America. It's a letter to his son. It's a biography hmm. about him. Whoa! And it's, it's like he got like fun. He got like a genius grant from the MacArthur Foundation. He won, it won the National Book Award for nonfiction. He's a really smart guy that understands that race relations are really important in this country. And basically, the comic book came out. It's like it broke all types of sale, sales records for comics, which is crazy for African American, with for comic books starring African Americans. Like that really? just Holy doesn't shit. happen. Wow. And also, Black Panther's in the new Captain America movie. And according to the reviews, him and Spider-Man stole the show. So whoa, check that shit out. that's pretty cool. I like that. I like that personally. Actually, whatever. It, well, no, that we can put that information on the brotherspeakpod.com. Uh, I think that's actually yeah. Cool. Um, I like that. Post the link. All right, so we'll, we'll, we'll post a little link. Is that the end of the pop culture? Yeah, there All we right. go, guys. So now we're going to swing over to the main topic. Now, I want to give the audience a little something. We always bring topics every single week that pertain to subjects that we wish to, that we actually want to discuss that pertain to the LGBT community. I'm not necessarily sure this particular topic does pertain to, but <laughs> I think that this topic is something that don't, overall... Don't influence the, the, the audience or anything, Chris. <laughs> no, but I think overall, this is something for uh, pertains to an application for love and relationship. This is actually presented to yours truly, JT. So I'm going to have JT take it over with this particular <laughs> application. And now, uh, by the way, we actually have a guest here by the name of Clayton. Clayton, you know. So I'm going to have Clayton just go ahead and grab a chair, join in the conversation. I'm not going to let you be quiet at all. So just eventually just say hi and we'll get the rolling. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, Clayton, just so everyone, we actually have Brother Speak location down here on Will Mill Manners. And we do something every week. Clayton's one of the members, Brother Speak members. So say hello to the audience, Clayton. Hi, hi. How are everybody doing? All right. Say all right. something about yourself. Yeah. Me? <laughs> 
What is he going to say? Um... Okay, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So, so what we're going to do right now, we're going to spin this over to JT and take it over. All right. The application of love, the application for love, let me read it properly, and relationships. And it says starting out as friends first. All first right. of all, let me start with here. What made you come up with this? Actually, it was a game between me and a couple of friends about, I'll say at least 15 years ago. I know I made it in my 20s and I'm 39 now. And it was who can make the best relationship application of love. Okay, so swing it over. Go ahead. So the first question in the application of love. So are you straight, gay, bisexual, bicurious, transsexual, or trisexual? All of the above. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just being mischievous. (laughs) What would you consider yourself, JT? Well, me, you know, I'm a trisexual. You'll try anything. Yeah, I'm willing to try anything, but (laughs) piss... Don't piss on me, don't shit on me, and don't try to penetrate me. That's where I draw the line. Well, that's, not, that's not trisexual, then. You'll be right. trying all that, you know. So, they were called freak. That's what I thought. <laughs> Same difference, but, you know. All right, so trisexual. All right, that's what and it says. And you are? I'm going to see you with Ricky first. Go ahead, Ricky. See, he, go ahead. <laughs> what, what are my, what are the options? Um, gay, straight, bisexual, bicurious, trisexual, transsexual. Uh, gay. Okay. All right, Clayton. Clayton. I, you know, you you keep picking on me. Um, <laughs> going around the table. It depends on the the season, wow. the time of year, maybe the time of the week. Nah, just being troublesome. I'd say bisexual. Bisexual. The last time you've been with a woman, ages. Okay, <laughs> but you willing to, to try it again? Oh yeah, I, I do find women attractive. And Tell him just because you're in the pawn shop, don't he? Don't he? Do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's a good question. Okay, Darnell. Okay. And me. You know what? I, I'm in the same category as Clayton. Uh, mm-hmm. But, um, so I actually would, I've been a while since I've been with a woman, but I actually You want to have that option. I want to have the, honestly, you know what, let me say something. I like that you can always go back and try it and see whether mm. that, you know, remember how it was and, you mm. know, see if it was in something that I missed. Anything I missed. Uh, all right, Fucking I can always So does that have anything yeah, to do with being greedy? Really? Just kidding. Just, no, care. you said it right. Just mm. say what, exactly what it is. I like to explain my answer, damn it. You know, okay. so my answer is, I like to, I'll be willing to try it. I'll be able to try it. Well, why are you willing? Just try it. If it comes along, just do it. No, but that, but the mood strikes. Probably Next not. question. Next question. My sexual preference is someone who, my sexual preference is someone who's cool, calm, and collective. I don't want you to be, um, see, for me, it depends on the vibe. If the vibe is good, I'm role-playing whichever mm. way it goes. As long as the pleasure is there, I'm good. Mm. Vibe, to me, counts for everything. That's why usually before you even just start going into anything, you've already created that prior, or either when you actually are there, you just having a drink, getting to know each other, laugh a little bit, touch a little bit, kiss a little bit, <laughs> doing all those you things. You notice where his hand was when he said touch a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I touched little. my own fat. Oh, you know, oh, so oh, it's oh, the thing. Oh, not just yet. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, but yes, that's basically, it starts out with vibe. I'm all about people that can provide me with something to stimulate my mind because once you stimulate my mind, other things get stimulated. Once I really get to know somebody and I like them and we... We have things in common, and yep. we have things that we can actually have a conversation about, not necessarily argue about it, but have an intelligent conversation. That means, like, 
everything to me. So I'm you're captured by the mind first, first yeah, and foremost. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I like a cute face too. Of course, but okay. you know the the mind helps. Yeah, <laughs> the mind. <laughs> you know, can't you can't be just dumb and pretty like that's not, that's <laughs> no, not yeah, do anything yeah. for me. You I, I've tried the dumb and pretty thing, and it just I. I I told the dude, I'm going to take you home. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I feel you on that one. Yeah, that was, that was a lot. Oh, Are you just tell him to shut up till you get your... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think... I don't even... I don't see Darnell doing that. No, really. My body wouldn't respond. Honestly, I tried. So you I was completely like, turned off. I just got completely turned off. He was an asshole. Uh, and he was stupid. <laughs> bad combination. Yeah, bad combination. Would you get with somebody just, who's also kind of nerdish too yourself? Not too nerdish. Not like... Well, not tutors, but just a little. Because I want to, I want to be able to teach them things. You okay, know? I want, I want so to. Oh, so uh, <laughs> oh no, not no, like that. Not like that. I mean, I want to teach them about the history of Spider-Man. That's what I want to teach them about. Oh, oh okay, <laughs> sure, I get it. So I maybe not it. somebody quite as quite as nerdy. So you want to share? Yeah, I want to share my interest with them. Yeah, right. Yes. Right. So anyway, Clayton, um, I like someone who has a very intelligent mind. Because it, it means that you you can see both ends of the spectrum. It means you are open. Yeah. It means you are willing to learn as well as teach. There's some people who just think I know everything and that's it. You're going to turn me off. There's some people who, who, this is what I want. I don't care what you want. That's arrogance. Yeah. But if you are intelligent and we can share things, we can learn from each other, share experiences, then everything else just comes into being afterwards. Okay. Just okay. just picture two good-looking people, maybe on the road, laughing at the same jokes, maybe at a dinner, laughing at the same people. Just imagine how that builds to when you reach your bedroom. No, you have right. so much to build on. Right. It starts yeah. in the mind. It really starts it's in the mind, mind first. No. Yeah, actually, you know, intelligence does attract the shit out of me. Intelligence. Of you. Not arrogance. No, intelligence. Not arrogance. I don't like that. That's a quick... But intelligence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ricky? A combination of what everybody said. Uh, you just la- greedy. That's the laziest answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm going to break it down. I'm going right, to break it right, down. Break it down. Um, at first, you want somebody who you're attracted to. Yeah. That's the first thing that you're going to see mm-hmm. is Physical. that. Um, but there has to be more behind that. I personally like an intelligent guy. If you can't teach me something, if you can't bring anything to my life, then we won't work out. Um, I like to have conversations. So that's part of it. Um, at the same time, when you add in the sexual aspect, I have to say that I like someone who can be aggressive. Um, because I can say, okay, I'll let you take the lead and not have to worry about where you're taking me. Because I know I'm going to appreciate where you're taking me. Mm, I like that. I like so. that. That was a good answer. Okay. The questions may be offensive, but the questions that need to be addressed <laughs> in starting a social relationship. So I'm going to give you, have you had an HIV and STD test in the past year? If yes, date and results. <laughs> Are you willing to take an, another HIV test and STD test? And this is the last time you had sex. <laughs> you follow up with that? <laughs> okay, um, okay, number one, yes. Every three months, I always take my HIV test and uh, every other test along with it that comes to follow. Um, so to me, it's like every three months. So my card, actually, in my wallet, 
It told it, I'm due action three months, uh, three months past due. The date that it tells me was what day was that? I don't know. And oh, wow, they're actually breaking them out. Yeah, my, yeah, my, I got me. I got and you, you carry them car. with you? Yeah. That I means know. that you have to be ready to He's rock ready. and roll. No, yeah. <laughs> no, it does not. Yes, it does. <laughs> if you carry it with you, then this is Oh, you were the last Yeah, because oh. they, was, they was outside of a, of a strip club. So, okay. uh, <laughs> see, he was already. He was halfway so, there. Oh, he was pointing and he was. hope at the same time. He <laughs> was. And then when he was ready, he just strapped this it on. February, February 27th. Okay. So, so, basically, I'm, you know, I'm. Well, it's April now, so I got maybe towards the end of next month. But, you know. But, yeah, I, I do it mm-hmm. every three months. I was told. when I, I was there when they said every six months. And then when mm-hmm. they changed it every three months. Well, you know what? Being that I worked in the field, I have tested at home. So, I just test myself randomly. But the last time I tested myself was last month. Ago. Okay, alright. Uh, March 13th. Oh, negative. I've had sex in six months. But oh, I, my God. He's in good standing. <laughs> um, and I had a test. It's been less than six months, but it was everything was clean. Yeah, no need to at that point. Well, still. Yeah, no, 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 no. You good. You know, you good. I know I'm good. Yeah, yeah six months with nobody? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's being negative. I'm not saying I'm supporting Shay. coming from. That's why I said I'm supporting you because being in the pawn shop, even though I've been recently in six months. Yes, I am in the you pawn shop. You are not shop. no damn pawn shop. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. What, you is, know. what, is, the, what is the pawn shop? Being in the pawn shop means you're not getting any. You know oh, what I'm saying? Oh. When, someone, <laughs> when someone pawns a trade that you win. <laughs> but when somebody pawns something, it sits on the shelf for 30 days and if you can't get it, <laughs> You pay on it until you can get it back. So when I say being in the pawn shop, meaning that you're not having sex till you become sexually active again. Right. You know, it's not that you can't mm-hmm. have sex; you just choose not. Exactly. To. Like I could have sex. Yeah. I just don't just want to. With yourself. Right. So yeah, when I, I want to be in a relationship. So rather, like when I say being in the pawn shop, like he's saying I'm not. Yeah, I don't been polished recently. Thank you. But I'm still right. in the pawn shop. You know what I'm saying? Because I go back into that same atmosphere. Once it's done, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a lot of BS, but okay. <laughs> okay. Sounds like a vampire. I, I was like, right? what? Okay, all right. Well, okay, all right. So I think everybody got each other's status out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, no. the, uh, oh, yeah, Ricky, what is your status? I'm negative. Okay. Uh, it's been a while since I've gotten tested, um, but I haven't. I have very many partners uh, in like the last year, but I do get. I make sure I do get tested. No, none of that. <laughs> I did my test on the seventh of this month, April seventh, and I am negative. Mm-hmm. Um, when last I've as come to UJT been polished. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it depends on what you call polished, and it depends on what you call sex. Anything around. that relates to ejaculation. Any, yeah. Anything where your manhood rose and it was treated well. Oh, so Pumpquisha <laughs> counts? Not Pumpquisha. Why not? Because a Pumpquisha is a selfish act. But Just what, the audience knows what Pumpquisha is. Pumpquisha okay. is... Pum- pum- oh. Quisha. It's you jacking off, okay? Pum... Oh. Quisha and Palm Quetta, okay? <laughs> We're talking about anal sex, oral sex, vaginal sex. With the person. Yeah, sex with the person. Wow. Somebody's contact. Not a blowjob. Well, Even a blowjob. 
Oh, even the blood you have? Yeah, oh, thank God. If that wasn't in the picture, I would have been in the pawn shop for over 12 months. Wow. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. It just means time to yourself. No, because actually <laughs> when I got out of my relationship, I was in the pawn shop for a while because actually... Because you need to. Yeah. And, and the reason to. why, because a lot of people don't believe in this, it's a transfer of feelings. So it when is. you go quickly exactly. out of a relationship and you, you try to jump into something else, exactly. you transfer your feelings of what you had with the person you left into the person you're trying to get. Exactly. You do? You're yes. Baggage. Yeah. I've done it before, over. Yeah. yeah. Why are you surprised? Oh, let me... Let me, let me like, this was like a <laughs> surprise no, like, that's why they, oh, what, what do they call them again um, when you leave one relationship and go in the other one? Um, um, there's a term um, for that. I don't know. Uh, like uh, a rebound person, or yeah, rebound, rebound. Yeah, yeah. that's why they call the rebound. I mean, well, see, the last relationship, I, I guess mentally, because at that time he decided to call it off, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, you know, perfect, yeah. And when I left, mm-hmm. it didn't take me that long. But well, correction, mm-hmm. I was in that state of well, clearly I must not necessarily be uh, sexual attractive to him or something like that. So the minute I went went to my friends, went over to a club that night. I got my uh, my, my mojo right back. I was like, "Oh, oh my god!" Okay, how long so were you with this person? Three, almost three years. And you just that night when you broke up, you decided, "Okay, I'm gonna go out and you got you some." Oh, that night, you know, let me tell you something. You know, let me tell you. Well, you don't though. think there's a connection? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no I can run on a relationship. No, right? no, that was the same thing. Well, well, you know, let's break it down. You see, let me also give you details. Let me give you details. He went to a club. What time did this happen? Around three o'clock after a few vodkas? No, 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 let me tell you what. The, the relationship, month. not only that some people understand, hmm. the relationship in itself was one that, you know, he would only, and some, I'll be honest with you, sometimes we didn't have rela- or sexual relations for almost a month. And then because when oh. it came down to the point where it was brought up as an issue, hey, you know what? Hey, you got it. I'm over here. Well, you know, the only most I'll do it is once a month. Once, a correction, once oh, every wow. week. Once every week. So four times a month was the only time I got it with that particular person. And so I'm thinking to myself, well, shit, it must be that I gained some weight or something like that. And, of course, the person says, oh, no, no, no. But at the same time, you're, you're not realizing that I'm here. And then on top of that, the person was reaching a particular age. He was 12 years older than me. Reached a particular age where he started to freak out that he was approaching 50. Uh, just approaching, not even 50. Just approaching. He was a great-looking guy and everything. So he was worried about his stock, but yet the person who was actually in the relationship with you and not really caring about that stuff, you want to give him time of day. So, so what's it, the, the so age difference? What there was, was a 12-year age difference. So and maybe it was just you were in different places because he's turning 50. So his crisis. mind, yeah, his mindset is completely getting, different. Oh, you're still thinking about sex. But when you're in the relationship, wait a minute, hold on. When, when you're in the relationship, are, was I the only one thinking about the relationship in terms of just sex or in the relationship that's common? Well, I mean, so. And, I say and, this and, because and, me personally, and I tell everybody this, and anybody who wants to date me needs to know this off front. <laughs> no, seriously. When I'm good, meaning financial and everything is flowing, I'm very yeah, yeah. sexual. But when <laughs> Everything's I, flowing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when numbers. bills come behind and I got problems or yeah. shit on my plate, I don't want to have sex. And, just, and, it, and sometimes it. it can go into that monitor that six yeah. weeks and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I will try to perform, you know, but it's not the quality that you will get if I was doing good. So yeah. it's like, uh, just like you said, I'm doing it to get by. And that's just one of my major problems that I need to work on. But I've always was I'm always happy 
and sexual when everything is going smooth. So yes, that can, I can see what, I don't know if that was his issue, but I can see that for me. Yeah, you can, but I've also learned you can learn to change your energy with certain things. If you are, say if we were a couple, and I know that you're having some issues, then my job in my mind is going to be, okay, well, let me see if I can figure out a way for us to maintain our sexual relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, this is going to be something that's going to help you get this off your mind. You may be, you may have this, this great idea afterwards, after you orgasm, that may help you figure out, okay, how do I fix this this right. problem. Mm-hmm. So, so it's all a matter of, of changing your energy, and sex does that. And, uh, and so for me personally, you know, that was one of the reasons why. So to also keep in mind for your partner, sometimes people just get too up, caught up in themselves. They do. In a partnership, that means what does your partner feel? What is their partner? What's going on? I'm feeling like I'm not sexually attractive. I'm feeling yeah. that I'm not necessarily the person that you really want to be with in a relationship. I'm feeling all this stuff. So the minute I go to that club. And grab that attention. Mm-hmm. Do you blame me? I don't Did think you communicate people, it? The, what you I, feel? I was communicating with them all the whole time. Okay, well, you can't be blamed if you said. I mean, I don't blame you, but I do. I do think you need to like look inside yourself to figure out Slow why you so immediately wanted to get your rocks off. Like, had you even processed? I didn't the I tell you the sexual yeah, part. Yeah, I know, of, but, not a month. But I'm just saying, like, you didn't even get a chance. A, pro, a chance to process. Well, the end of the relationship before you were... I didn't jump into a relationship. No, but I mean... It was you more of just simply that part But sometimes it's just to that off. to get the shit off your mind. Because I've to change your thing. Yeah, yeah but I've done that before, and it's a momentary thing. Yeah, but that's... A, that's all, you need all that's still there. <laughs> yeah, it's, you, you, you ain't leaving nothing behind. It's just a, for the moment. They take it away for that, yeah, that you brief second. Honestly, being horny is like a mental fucking thing. It's like your brain gets full of cum, and you just want to... You kind of just want to... Get off. But you know, but let me tell you, you what happened after that's that. That's not the healthiest. But let me tell you what happened after that. Now that in the relationship I wasn't feeling that and you want to break it off. He broke it off. Yeah. Then therefore the minute I got it was almost like instant gratification. Freedom. And I felt yeah. good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it was an evil I know, I don't, I don't know, know what it's gonna be. Alright. Are you currently involved with someone? If yes, is this person jealous, crazy, or deranged? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not involved with no anyone. And it's the person. Will I get involved with a person who's jealous, crazy, and deranged? No, because my ass is mentally disturbed, my damn self. Bad combination. Bad combination. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ricky. Oh, man. Oh, I thought we were. Well, yeah. I, he, he, we changed the back up. We changed the back around. He don't like going last because he likes to avoid questions, but make sure you can we going to go climb a counterclockwise. Wow, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. Ricky. Uh, yes, and none of the above. Um, certainly not. I don't want to date no crazy person. No one is jealous. It's jealous and crazy are bartering each other. Mm-hmm. Deranged? You mean like an axe murderer? Hell no. I'll stay with myself. <laughs> wow. Uh, no, but I would date somebody a little crazy. Okay. Just because oh. I'm so calm, I want somebody a little, a little, a spice of life. Oh, yeah. Adventurous, not crazy. What do you mean crazy? Yeah. Not like, not like deranged to me is full on crazy. <laughs> but somebody who's a little odd, 
I would I would deal with a little mentally odd. disturbed. I could actually not mentally disturbed. I think so. I'm mentally you disturbed. Want somebody a little a little <laughs> unusual. Somebody that, like throws a curveball at me. Like I, I, I can see that. Yeah, that's different. That's different. That's a good way. That's a good. Yeah, that's a good. Good Chris. All right, Chris. I've had all three. At the same time, I've had all three. At the same time, you know I can witness that with you. But see, my pattern has been that way. So now. I'm now what I just got is somewhat jealous. Somewhat jealous. That could be a good thing. Sometimes, because you know they they like they are into you. Yes, exactly. So I, you know, don't get me wrong. I can get jealous too, but somewhat jealous. And actually, I won't even say somewhat. It's jealous. It's jealous. All right, I'm waiting for that evil laugh. I know. It's just a stare now. It's a blank stare. Good times. It's like forty. Okay, if you're not dating someone, but someone is dating you. <laughs> you explain that. Um, Ooh, that means okay. you, somebody you're not, not you're not in a relationship with with this person, but <laughs> they, they in a relationship with you. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I know somebody who is in that. Yeah, you don't date them, but they dating you. Yeah, and if you have to that's, think about it, sometimes it's you. That's that's the person who is in the relationship. The other person is not. Yeah. Sounds or like a tree. Or actually, uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm just, just saying. <laughs> let's, 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 okay. Um, okay, okay. Oh, have I been in that relationship before? Currently, is it a current situation? Does it yeah, the current. Are you currently um, not dating somebody, but they're dating you? Because remember, we're getting to know the person who we're dating. I meant who we're applying for. <laughs> Applying for uh, this is yeah. an application. It's an application of love. Oh, you know what? No, I can honestly say no. I mean, the person I'm dating right now is uh, Lazaro. And I'll be honest with you, he we compliment each other very well. We do compliment yeah, each other very well, you know. So <laughs> this one here, boy. So I think for me, we're pretty well. Are you on any mental medication? <laughs> mental <laughs> state. That is a good thing to know. <laughs> no. I would they, what they, they, would they even know now? if that person is is mentally off? Would they even know? Or would they even admit that? It took somebody to know to actually pinpoint something now that exactly. I had to see, and I'm like, I didn't pick exactly. that shit up. I didn't pick that shit up. Exactly. I did not pick that well, shit no, up. No, it's a question. Am I taking any nip? Okay, um, Ricky. I don't think Ricky's taking any. No, I'm not crazy. Not in that way. I'm like crazy, like you were saying, how you know you can be off. a little bit off, and you just snap. You go from zero to hundred quid, I don't but like then that. you slow down. I don't like that. See? I don't like people. But but you, it's like yeah, you, know, I get you what dial you're it saying. back. You yeah. dial it back. You, Bipolar's not even. Um, I take my meds every day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on any medications because they actually scare me a little bit. Because I've seen people, <laughs> I've seen people take mental health medication. And it changes their entire personality. Right. That's why it scares Listen, me. Listen, and I say this boldly, and I'm not saying <laughs> this as a joke. What? I know I need medication. <laughs> I'm not Good. only for real, I'm telling the joke. At least you're I, aware of it. I know I need medication yeah. because, you know, sometimes. Just change your diet. That's all. Just change your diet. That's all. You don't need that. Just get sick. You'll be okay. Yeah, make a balance. Smoke some weed or something. No, I don't smoke. Nah, alcohol. It depends on what you're smoking. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but no, no, no. All jokes aside, and I say that because some people are out there toying with what it is, but personally and on a serious note, I know I need to be evaluated for medication. I won't take it. Um, they did it when my little brother died. They put me on depression pills. I took it for like three or four months and I got off it and it did me good. 
because I was in a situation where, honestly, if I wasn't on the meds, I'd probably be in jail for murder. But being that I was on them, it had me calm enough to address the situation and deal with it in a manable way. So sometimes you might do need something, exactly. but don't stay there. Yeah. And that's my plug Work for it. anything or anyone giving you medication. And trust me, I come from a family that deals with a lot of mental health. Some of y'all motherfuckers need it. <laughs> and a lot of people need it for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Like, they need it yeah. to stabilize yeah. themselves. Right. Yeah, and then, so, and that's why I said uh, on a serious note, I'm saying that because of me, we're joking about it and we're talking about yeah, it, but sometimes serious. if someone see that, yeah, they can say, okay, yeah, what JT said, you know, he was on sign and he had to get off it. Exactly. You know, it uh-huh. gives them... Because everybody wants to say, oh, you crazy, just pray. Uh, you know, <laughs> Drink more water. Right? Yeah, you, you know, know like saying? stuff like you that. Know, you know girl what? Yesterday but said, it is. One girl yesterday, she said, and she was at my sister's house, and uh, she and we were talking about the conversation of masturbation just popped up. Whoops. And, and, as it does. And, and, and the conversation. Unfortunately, and, no. And, oh. and the conversation, she said, and, and we uh, they were talking about masturbation. Remember, I told you I grew up thinking masturbation is a sin. Mm-hmm. And mm. she said it. She said just yesterday, masturbation is a sin. She looked at me like, uh, duh. Like, no. I said, no, it's not the case. That's, <laughs> I said, I said, there's, uh, I think you're concentrating on what the church says. And so people get a lot of dumb shit in their head and they mm-hmm. stick with it. And it does cripple them mentally. No medication. Never needed it. Um, as far as you know. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Um, I'm we ain't talking about how you look. We talking about how you feel. Yeah, uh, how I deal with issues. I'm, I'm very spiritual, um, and I'm, I practice my faith. So that is my medication. So if I have a trying time, I'll go to the park and just sit and chill and admire the beauty and calm myself down. I, I'm not the kind of person who needs to go yeah. do medication. I find That's other great. ways because sometimes you don't need medication. Sometimes you just need you a break from your situation. Yeah, life. That's yes. true. Right. That's true. Yeah. Meditation works. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you go to the park and you find something hot in the bushes, that works. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take it home then I'm pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> you just complain too you'll, much. You'll fix <laughs> All right. All right. So our next question is it says, are both of your parents living? Do you have a relationship with your parents? The answer is yes. Both of my parents are living, and yes, I do have a relationship with both of my parents. And same, same for me. And yeah, both have a relationship with both of them. Yeah. They're both divorced. They're, they're divorced. Okay. But, yeah. Both uh, both living. living. Um, they've been married for 36 years. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. And I see them multiple times a week. So, yeah. I see my parents oh, multiple times a week? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> You're the baby, This right? is a good boy. I'm the baby, mm-hmm. and also my mom's been sick. And my dad needs a lot of help around the house. So oh, I'm sorry oh, here. Yeah. Uh, my father passed in 1998 from prostate cancer. Uh, but my mother is still around. Um, we hang for lunch a few times a week. I just go and pick her up and we go do crazy stuff. And we, we're, we're very alike. We can finish each other's sentences. We just hang, trouble people, laugh at people, laugh at situations. I am the last of the lot, yes. Oh, so you're the baby. Um, My mom is, my dad isn't, and actually today would have been his 90th birthday. Wow. Wow. So, happy birthday, dad. Happy birthday. Wow. How do you feel growing up with Aries in the house? 
There were both Aries. Oh, my mom and my dad. So, so that was had, interesting. Yeah, you had a straight see, rough life. Well, no, because I mean, when they when it was no, good, not, it was good. No, no, but not. when they when it was not, because uh, yeah. they both are headstrong. They yeah. both are headstrong. So they so, butted heads when they butted heads. Yeah, but and the, I got some of that from watching them. So yeah, see, my mom's my mom's in Aries, and she's one of the most level headed people that I know. They can be. Are you abusive to others? <laughs> For me, no. No. You mean I, can Naomi on, Campbell abuse I'll say that I take that back. For me, I can say I won't say that I'm verbally abusive, but I cuss a lot. Not abusive. The only person I abuse is myself. Next. You gotta stop that. Too. I know he is. That's, like, that's the are big thing. I don't know if he that's I'm very hard thing. on myself. We are, a lot it. of people are hard on themselves, yeah. but that also in itself is very damaging. You know, yeah. it can actually be more damaging yeah. than somebody else doing it. At yeah. least I'm aware of it. I'm, I'm working okay. on myself. Therapy. Yeah. That's okay. all. As long as you're working, I'm, I'm not, getting on the couch too. So go ahead. I'm not abusive, um, but sometimes <laughs> the way how I say things can be interpreted as if I'm speaking down to somebody and I have mm. to work around that. I have, that's not that very hard. Why would you, uh, people take what you say as speaking down to them? I was a paralegal for 17 years. So when we write a letter, we're to the point and our words are exact, we know what we're saying and it's cut and dry. Mm. And so for 17 years, that's how you write, that's how you think. And so sometimes you may just say something but to you, you're just saying what is obvious. But to the other person, you're just so cold and you're yeah. being insensitive. Uh, and, and so, you know, so I'm not abusive. No, I but that. sometimes the way I speak and say stuff I find stuff people like that, that very hard to deal with. Because me, when I, I think a lot about what I say before I say it and how I say it. But you're very to the point. Yeah. And, and so whoever I'm with, I, you know, I always tell them, if this is happening, let me know. It's just something that has become a part of me and I'm trying to get out of it. That's good. It's not directed at you or or anybody who you care for. It's just it's a part of me and I'm slowly chiseling it off the seventeen years of thinking that way. Well see that in itself by just telling the people and then no one's just still yeah. working on it shows that you're not abusive. Yeah, yeah. self awareness. Yeah. That's good. Exactly. <laughs> Can't you no, I'm not. He's got whips and those kind of I stuff. I am not abusive to anyone. Um, I do think that when you say certain things, it's all in the way that you say it. Like if you do use cuss words, mm-hmm. um, it depends on when you say it. Because if you can say it to somebody and you can hurt their feelings, and you don't think that it's hurting their feelings, like you were saying. Um, but it just depends on that moment that that state that that person's in. If they're sensitive and you say it, then you've hurt their feelings. Right. Now you got to apologize. Well, I apologize for hurting their feelings, but I won't. But you have to think about what, what you. You have to think about the way that you said. Though. Right. See, but that's not an apology. That's Why? Sure. That's not an apology. You have to apologize for what you did, not not just because their feelings okay. are hurt. If she I'm just saying, alone. like it's like people who say, like I'm sorry that you if feel, I hurt your that feelings. you feel that way. That's you're yeah. apologizing oh, for oh, their I feelings. As it's like you better off just did. not saying nothing. When I when I say that, a perfect example is if I tell you you stink. <laughs> you, and you're offended by it. Yeah. The fact is, you stink. Yeah. Now, my delivery mic was wrong. I'm sorry the way I delivered it to you, but yeah, the more to the true. story is, you, you stink. stink. <laughs> so that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, to where I would probably bring somebody. Uh, 
fuck with them a minute and bring them in the back. Yeah, no, I won't do it in pub, like in yeah. front of everybody, you know. But still, even when you do it in private, a person it does still, still take, take it, it offensive, especially mm-hmm. you tell them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I tell people, and y'all know this, I walk up and if I feel my, I'm uncomfortable, uh, my pheromones inside, I ask y'all, y'all smell me? <laughs> you have done that. Yeah. I want to know. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Just to keep it 100. Right? That's, right. that's the only way to be. I like you. 100 plus. Okay. Okay, when dating, do you judge a person on other people's opinion? And number that was, are you going through a depression? Um, for me, I'm going to answer this first. No, I don't judge people on other people's opinion, but if you give me something to go back to reference to what someone told me, yes, I will pick it back up. Am I going through a depression? Yes, I've struggled with depression for the past nine years since my little brother passed, and I've been working great with it. It's something that a lot of people deal with and won't acknowledge, but I'm acknowledging it because I've dealt with it, and I work through it every day, and it's a it's a challenging job, but it's a positive because I'm still positive and no, I'm not thinking about killing myself or nothing like that because my life is too valuable. But there are people who out there that thinks on the lower end of depression, but you can be happy and go through depression. It's one of those things in life that we do deal with. Next. Do I remember depressed? No. Um, I don't think I have been depressed. If I have, I usually get myself out of it pretty quickly. Uh, when it comes to, I usually go by what I see first, and what I, you know, even before even like uh, any, like not, I can be more intimate interaction, like a relationship, like a date or anything like that. I usually judge them first by what comes out of their mouth, how they interact with others, even before it even gets to that. So, no. Um, I don't really judge people based on what other people think about them. When I date somebody, I might think, like, is this someone I can bring home to my parents? Is this somebody I could introduce and not be embarrassed or whatever? <laughs> um, depression, right now, no. But I have struggled with depression in the past, so I know true depression, and I can say unequivocally that I'm not depressed at the moment. Um, do I pay attention to what other people think? I will archive it, but it will sit as reference mm-hmm. while I'm learning you. Because... Everybody's relationship with somebody is built on some platform Mm -hmm. and you bounce off each other based on what is going on. So you may may have a violent relationship with this person, but then you have the perfect relationship with me. And it may be something that wasn't right between the two of you. So I'll keep the opinions. I won't really dwell on them. But as I get to know you, I will use it to validate what is happening at the same time. Um, depression? No. Um, do I get down? Yes. Um, do I beat up on myself when I don't achieve what I want? Yes. But then I pull myself out of it. But no, not depressed. I think I have to agree with Clayton as far as you have your moments where, um, things don't go the way that you want them to, or you have issues or you're hard on yourself, but that doesn't make you depressed. That just means you, you have a moment. And you may sit in that moment for a while, but then you know that you can't stay there, so you pull yourself out of it and you you move on to the next moment because it's just a moment-to-moment thing. That's just, that's life. Um, In terms of hearsay, I try not to um, let that define my relationship with anybody. Um, I pay attention. I watch that person, um, but I let them tell their own story. Okay, cool. Rate your self-esteem on a 1 to 10. And are you quick to fall in love? 
Chris. <laughs> you know that he skipped us. I know he skipped us off. Okay, but Bill. Okay, since I, I, since I asked the question, I'm gonna say. Good. To me, uh, quick to fall in love. I won't say yes, but I'm quick to get attached. If it's something and the vibe is strong, I get attached to the vibe because if we're grooving and we're moving, I like that and I get attached to that. On a scale of one to ten to rate myself, if anybody get a text from me, you know it says I'm slightly conceited and mostly convinced. So I'm gonna give myself a twenty-five. That's two dimes and a nickel. <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay. Uh, am I quick to fall in love? I used to be. I have now learned. I am now pickier <laughs> when it comes to falling in love. Before, yes, years before, I would fall in love in a minute. In a minute. Um, when it comes to self-esteem, self-esteem, I, I hold my self-esteem pretty high. Um, so, I, what's the category? What limit do I have? The one 20? to ten. You can make it. So yeah, it's one to ten. I'm on the scale. So. Okay, to yeah. me, I will hold my self-esteem as, I would say, 9.5. Uh, am I quick to fall in love? Absolutely not. Um, I'm not even quick to fall into like. Like, it takes me a while to... <laughs> You're just to, suspicious of everybody. I am. Uh, no. <laughs> a lot of people are not trustworthy. Right? They're all going to come steal my I'm actually, I'm actually really open to people unless they do something that really turns me off. I'm open to anybody. Like, I'll let, I'll let stuff, you know, go by. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you're someone I can really trust with my innermost stuff. Um, not quick to fall in love just because it takes me a while to even like people. Um, <laughs> self-esteem. Uh, I would say I'm like a... I'm, I said this to somebody the other day. I'm like the, the cockiest, humble person you'll ever meet. Like, I know my good qualities, and I know them very well. And I'm not afraid to speak them, to speak about myself in a in a good place. But I'm not going out there and being like, I'm the shit. Like, if you ask me what I can do well, I'll be like, yeah, I'm, I'm well-read. I'm a good artist. I, I'm a good listener. I'm a nice person. Like, I'll, I'll list all my good qualities all day, but I'm not going to. So, 7.5. There you go. I'm talking too much. I'm like Chris. We <laughs> made great speakers. Go ahead. Me? Um, one to ten? Ten. Nice. Um, I know who I am. I know what I'm about. Um, and you have to be careful of what you allow to happen to you because it will cause you to see yourself less valuable than you are. Exactly. If you, a minister once said, if you think, if you behave like a victim, you will be victimized. Mm -hmm. So if you don't value yourself and realize that, hey, I, I'm, I'm somebody, I'm, I'm good, I'm, I'm, I do good things, I, I, I have a lot to offer, right. then the things, the negativity that people throw at you start to bring down how you see your self-esteem and how you see yourself. Um, do I fall in love easily? No. Um, I like to know you first. I like to see what makes you tick. Do crazy fun stuff and uh, see where it goes from there. Hmm. Do I fall in love quickly? I used to um, until I started to date extensively after my last relationship and that's when I found that it was all types of losers and bums and people who really <laughs> just don't give a shit and you learn not to like them too much because I learned I liked them I liked guys quicker than I should have and I didn't really know them the way that I should have known them 
I've been through some things that have built me as who I am. So all those things I went through, it's like, okay, I put in the work to do those things, to be who I am. So yeah, I'm proud of who I am. Are Okay, are you willing to date someone who lived with their parents? Me? Depends <clears throat> on their status. And when I say depends on their status, like I'm with my uncle, but I'm with my uncle for a reason. Um, so if someone's in a situation like me, it'll be hard to get it on, but <laughs> I'm willing to make it work. You'll figure it out. Yes. I'm dating somebody who live with this pair. <laughs> uh, so for me, you know, it's like, that's the number one thing. Where can we do it? You know, that's, that's the biggest question. But we do find that. We do find and they can be time. fun. Yeah, but no, there's a lot of hotels not that far from where. Uh, there's you know, places in the hotel. You can do things other than Oh, hotel. yeah, you can. Actually, can be fun. Because it's very creative, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I know two people can fit in the backseat of the Kia. <laughs> Right. Well, not one thing about this, it actually rolls back very nicely. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. The front, the front See, seat goes back wrong. very nicely. So, you know, Ooh. it actually does accommodate very well. Yeah, okay. uh, so, for me, <laughs> I, I, so for me, I'm perfectly fine with uh, the situation. Uh, the, and I, the reason I can relate but it to what I currently I, have right can now. I, can I play advocate right quick? Sure, go ahead. I joke with him a lot about this, but being that your partner or your situation is younger for someone who's older in your age range who should have it together will that same rule apply uh, you know what it does depend still it still depends mentally let me tell you why because when mentally if you are still in that phase of still an adolescent and you can still you could be 50 years old and still be mentally younger going out there <clears> doing <throat> things that you know by this time you're beyond that stage that does play a part so I look at the mental Right. And because, matter of fact, keep in mind, there's hesitation on both sides. Because the person is younger, I was like, uh-uh, yeah, I was already all ex-nay versus the person who will be younger. Um, for old, versus the person who will be older, excuse me. But because of that particular person showed common sense, showed aspirations, showed looking to build his own thing to me, and then on top of that was very accommodating and looked at me. Right. And looked at the potential of me. Look at all of the aspect of me. Toward the last relationship I had, um, even going through that phase, mind you, I had I did everything that a person who was making well to do supposed to do. Have money aside, had that money kept me alive for over a year to where I didn't have to work. I was starting my own thing. But that person was always looking at it. This is an older one, twelve years older. Well, what are you doing? You have a trust fund or anything? You know, it was more like. Looking at it from a cutting... about the snooty bitch you dated. No, no, no. But I'm telling you, there was the difference between older. Right. And that person was looking at it from a, a status standpoint. I should be able to go to Bahamas anytime I want to. This came out from his mouth. And I'm thinking to myself, what? You, we can save up to kind of go on. No, I mean, my, my everybody else can. He was comparing himself to other people. So I look at the mental status of where you believe you should be, where you believe your relationship should be, whether you see the potential of the person. All those things matter. All those things matter. Well, and I'm going to move forward. My thing of it is, and I give an example, me, I'm almost 40. I ain't trying to be caught in the backseat of a car no more. You got what I'm saying? In my 20s, you got caught uh, in my late teens when I was doing that shit. When you got caught and you went home to your parents, your dad was like, boy, I'm going to beat your ass, but at the same time, be giving you a high five when you close the door. <laughs> 
uh, my mom, well, you know, she gonna pray about it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, verse nine thirty nine. I'm like, do I want to be caught with my pants down now? Cause now I got to go to jail. And being that I have contracts with the jailhouse, shit. Damn, I got to go see my the people who I deal with <laughs> professionally. Like, damn, he done got caught. <laughs> what the hell you was doing in the bushes? Um, I. Would like you? I would date someone who lived at home, but it would depend on their circumstances. Like right. if they have to live at home because of financial reasons or a family member sick, and I can say that because it's something I might have to do in the future. I might have to move back home and help take care of my mom. So I get it. You know, shit happens. Life happens. But um, if they're just living at home because they're immature and they they can't they can't be away from their mom's cooking, <laughs> or you know they're working some shitty job that they have no aspirations or anything like that or if they don't have a car not because they can't afford a car but because they're just too fucking lazy to put their money toward their future then no i couldn't i couldn't I couldn't deal with that i agree okay like everybody says it depends on the, the status the, yeah so. in a relationship do you want everything your way are you misleading for me, I don't want everything my way. Misleading, no. I'm cut sharp. I cut sharp and to the point. It's blunt and dry. I'm sure. Okay. I see that. So that's it. But for the other question, that's what I was explaining. Okay. Um, am I misleading? No. I don't get in people's heads. If you got some issue or whatever it is, that's on you. Isn't there a commercial that says, look, have it your way? Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> and it would be nice if our relationships were like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they're just not. Combo. Yeah, I know. Nice. With everything I that, want on the side. So do you want everything your way? <laughs> that's a burger. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's yeah, a burger. I, I'm learning to compromise. I'm learning. But, See? I mean, I still have been taught I'm spoiled. So, but I spoil myself. So it's like, okay, well, if I do it, damn it, you should be able to do it, too. Agree to disagree. Why do you disagree? That, is this a side conversation? No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I agree with you to disagree because, yeah, oh, I'm okay. the same way. Okay. Yeah. okay. I thought, I was like, you agree to disagree. Hmm. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm the same, same way. way. If you ain't on my level, then. Yeah. Yeah. Clayton. Um, I'd love to have things go my way most of the time. You need a challenge every now and then, you know. Um, so that's me most of the time, yeah. No, no, I'm not misleading. Um, if I'm at fault, I'm going to tell you I'm at fault. I know. Because, you see, once you start to... One thing I learned years ago when you were a kid, you tell one lie, yeah. and then you have to tell another one to cover that mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And another, and before you know, the little white lie is a bag of bricks. And you don't even know what you started at. And you don't know where you started at. <laughs> and then everybody knows that you are a liar. Right. So, I just... Laid on the table, and I. If I'm at fault, I'm at fault. If I'm not, I'm not. And I'm, I'm way too go with the flow to to always want it my way. Like I like, I mean, I I like things a certain way. Yeah, I'll say that. But if if you like things a certain way, I'll be like, okay, I'll consider that. It's not going to destroy my life if you want to sleep on the left side of the bed or whatever. <laughs> like I'll, I'll, I'll be all right. I'll get over it. Give me three days. I'll be good. <laughs> um, as to the, you know, telling lies, like, 
I think you're asking, like, if you're telling your friends about a problem that you had with your, your partner or whatever, and you lie to protect your, to make you seem, you seem like the innocent party, yeah. Yeah. I don't do that. I like to give the full story, and I'll actually defend the person that I'm having the argument with, just so that you can get the full picture. Mm-hmm. And especially, the best part is that the people that I complain to, they know me. So they know that I'm not a crazy person. Like, I'm not just fighting with somebody to fight. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, so they'll they'll un, they'll they'll get that the other party is wrong, right? Well, you know, um, for me, no, I actually think I consider myself very truthful. I do consider myself a very truthful person, so I don't consider myself remotely of any time anyone would get like a false indication for me. I'll tell you exactly what it is, but the reason I'm not, but I always am very careful in terms of how I say it because how you say things, and that's just a marketing rep in me. Mm-hmm. How you say things are just as important as what mm-hmm. you say. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm very, you know, very uh, cautious of that. When it comes to uh, wanting everything my way, it's too, if it's two sides of me, um, in the relationship and then the business side. The relationship, I'm like Darnell, very, I'll go with the flow, you know, so that's cool, I'm, you know, what do you want to eat? I don't care, you know, I'm very, just, unless it's a decision that I know I have to make. You know, yeah. like the last relationship, um, he was talking about, I didn't make those decisions enough for him. Mm. Like, you didn't make those definitive, like, I'm like, oh, I want Burger King, that's it. You know, like, no. Sometimes you have to be like, you have to put it down like that. But if some, but if the other person you. is really indecisive, I'll just say, okay, we're going to go to do this. If, but yeah, like, if, if, in those situations. But if the person's like, well, I'm in the mood for this, but I want to taste this. You have this. to make the decision I'm gonna, I'm for like, them sometimes. I'm like, I don't yeah. care. And I don't I, mind, because I may be like, I may be indecisive, and I don't mind if I'm not there, if I don't know. Okay, take it over. Say this is what we're gonna do. Like, Never yeah, mind what I you're don't know, about. This and they don't know. Do. I'll make the decision. Yeah, and you have to be you have to be forceful with what you're saying because otherwise you get run over. Yeah. See now in the business, that's side, completely different. It's completely different. Uh, uh, that, <laughs> that to where I could be you have very stern because it's your business. Firm, um, because I know exactly what the vision I'm trying to make, and I'm not budging. And then, you know, so, you know, I will take into consideration. And that's what I always say. Because I do take into consideration. But at the end of the day, you know what? Sure you asked me a question when we talked about this. And you said, why do I say that? As, as the song say, whoop, there it is. You said it to yourself. <laughs> what, 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 what? When I said, uh... What did I call you? Controlling? Yeah, you told... Oh, it's because of this. That's yeah. what the no, conversation... No, 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 no. But just in general, you, like you said, in business, you, you're controlling... Whoop, there it is. All right. If you was a car, mm-hmm. make years and model, year and model, and mileage. <laughs> wow. Mileage? Cause some people I don't know what that's referring to. Okay, because some people got so many miles on it. New York is just around the corner, and we live in South Florida, y'all. Wow. Okay. Uh, if I was a car? Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's dangerous. I would like to know what this answer is going to be. Make year and model. And mileage. Make year and model. And this is for the guys who have their cards in their wallets. Their it your status cards. Oh well yeah. yeah so I, this is gonna be interesting. That's because <laughs> we like to know the car facts. Um <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. So knowing the car facts, um what I consider my it's kinda of funny because I'm looking at luxury. Mm-hmm. Um I'm looking at luxury because there's a smoothness to the ride. Not because of the price tag. There's a smoothness to the ride. 
engineer very well, you already know you're going to be dealing with class. So I do put myself in the luxury category. Um, first, uh, what category? What type of car? Um, I, you know, I, I'm going to say it, and you know, most people may misinterpret it. I look at Buicks. Buick has changed its style to be a lot more up to date, to be more attracting to the younger audience as well. And I think that Buicks are definitely a type of car that most people will say, I want that type of car now. Um, so to me, I look at the Buick, I look at the luxury <coughs> portion of it, and you know what, the number of mileage, you know what, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to, because it is brand new, damn it, I'm going to say, but the year, I'm going to say 2016, and the reason I'm going to say new 2016 is because when you're always, you're fresh out the box and you still love the feel of a luxury car no matter what. So it doesn't matter what year, no. So it doesn't matter what year, I'll pick a current year. So you ain't no deuce in a quarter. I'll put 25,000 miles on it. Okay. 25,000 miles is not really bad, but mm. you know, for one year. That means he's broken in. Mm-hmm. That means I like to travel. Yeah. Listen. Uh, 1988 Pontiac Bonneville. <laughs> 2,000 miles. Two thousand miles from eighty eight. Yeah, yeah. Um, your pawn shop. Oh, that's why he is pawn shop. That makes sense. Bonneville, what the hell, Bonneville? That was my first car. I'm just throwing out cars. (laughs) For me, um, luxury. But nowadays, you have cars that are not luxurious, but they're so well made that you get the feel. So, luxury. Maserati. Um, if I couldn't get that, then maybe I would go for the Jaguar, the sports model. Or I would do the little. <laughs> <laughs> you know, many things. How many cars? Too many things. I got a car for the morning, afternoon, but evening, that's and the weekend. Yeah, all right. Uh, yeah. We, you only one car because you oh, only one person. car. Um, get a convertible. So you'll make the Maserati. The Maserati. Mm, yeah, uh, mileage. It wouldn't matter to me because if I can afford to buy that car, then I can change it if there's too much mileage. Ooh, there you go. I like that. Yeah, it's like somebody who wants a, a, a Jag and you're going to complain about the gas. Why did you buy it in the first place? You want to ride in my Mercedes? You want to ride my Mercedes, boy. <laughs> or you want to go in my pink Cadillac? <laughs> I like Mercedes. I, I was thinking Mercedes, but I would even up that to maybe a, a, a two-door Bentley mm-hmm. because I mean everything is in it is, is classic it's it's classy it's it's got a it's good feel good handle to it it anticipates everything that you want and you get everything that you want from it as far as mileage <laughs> no, no, because mileage is not it's, it's not a problem. But I mean, there's experience. The car has been driven a couple times. Yes. It's been test driven or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, no real owners, uh, as of yet. But uh, I would say maybe fifteen thousand miles. You give the year. You already said the year. Twenty fifteen. Well, I'm an old Mac way back. Oh Lord. I'm gonna be a 1981 Ford Thunderbird. <laughs> <laughs> a what? A Ford Thunderbird. Thunderbird. Yes. Thunderbird. Yes. I love that car. My daddy had one of them when I was a little kid, and that <laughs> Thunderbird took us everywhere. We rode in the back seat. We rode at top speed. <laughs> uh, it's just we got around. 
and me, I get around. So it just fits me perfectly. Probably mm-hmm. have a... I said roughly a hundred thousand miles on me, you know what I'm wow. saying? You do get around. But wait a minute, I remember my title for him is Raw Old School. True. Yeah. Old school but, old school popper. But that that's me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you wanna go with luxury, I'd be a nineteen eighty eight or eighty nine Cadillac short dog. And if y'all don't know who short dogs is, it's the Seville and the Deville when they lessened the car and made it smaller. Um, with some nice rims. Diamond in the back. So <laughs> oh, you know what? Okay. Digging the thing with a gay sleeve. Well, I mean, there's a couple of questions that, you know, we and we can always do some fun sessions like this, even for the next podcast. And so just kind of engaging into some relationships mm-hmm. and engaging into what our likes are, dislikes, limitations, etc. What we things we're willing to explore, etc. So I'm pretty sure that I hope the listeners actually appreciate that conversation. So usually at this point we move on to our positive moment. Now again, the positive moment is usually a segment where I take on something kind of diffused, but in this particular case it was not really a heated topic. It was more just simply a topic of discussion. So I do want to bring in one little positive moment uh, where this black woman a black woman engineer, because sometimes going into the technology business is very tough for black people in general mm-hmm. to actually get into. Um, she actually launched an app to uh, basically curb discrimination in the hiring process. A uh, black woman engineer. Her, she actually um, she said there's been a discussion about the lack of people of color, women, and for those who happen to be both in Silicon Valley have spawned few fruitful solutions and huge companies like Facebook and Google are dishing out millions of dollars to figure out why. But she actually came with a little solution. Uh, the answer is as simple as eliminating ways eliminating ways to discriminate against qualified candidates during the hiring process. So Stephanie Lampkin is creating an app to make that possible. Uh, she has been a full stack web developer by the time she was 15. She graduated from Stanford and completed her MBA at MIT. But despite her impressive background, she still faced obstacles in getting the door open in the technical uh, business. So our one company rejected her for not being technical enough and referred her to a sales or marketing position. Wow. Um, and went to the work, and she went to work at Microsoft. Uh, her app, which is Blendor, B Blendor, B L E N D O O R, could be the tool that. Underrepresented communities bypass the hurdles of unconscious bias. Job candidates upload their resumes in their name, hidden without a photo. Mm-hmm. Unlike LinkedIn, like mm-hmm. we all know, mm-hmm. people are quick to go to LinkedIn. So mm-hmm. actually, this would be a direct competition. This is a little bit different. Uh, the app will launch at, at this at the year's S excuse me SX SW Festival. Uh, but she has already got 19 large tech groups signed up. Wow. Uh, so she says, quote, my company resonates more with white men when when I position as it. Hey, I want to help you find the best talent. Your unconscious mind isn't racist or sexist. It's totally natural, and we're trying to help you circumvent it. She told this to Ford Magazine. The app will collect data to see how many job seekers are matching up, and the information is important as well. They will review the applicant's skill set and qualifications to aid to aid in both the job seekers and employers. So, to me, when I look at stuff like that, I kind of say, "Whoa, this is yeah, way to this go. is a, this is a way a good thing, especially around now." You know, mm-hmm. there's so much with the Trump campaign, racial tensions mm-hmm. coming up, and all this stuff. And but at the same time, I'm also looking at 
like like I read last week, uh, when it comes to a lot of conventions, companies, artists taking a stance against the discrimination factor in North Carolina. So we're mm-hmm. coming across a lot of people saying we resist what yeah, we're, tra- really we're trying to create here. And I think uh, the creation of apps also helped with that. And also, you know, she's a very good-looking woman herself who's also very smart. So that was actually mm-hmm. one of the positive moments. So now this, usually at this segment, this brings our to this bitch of the week moment. So I have another crazy fucked up messed up story time and we're gonna name her this bitch the funny part about it is you know i had to struggle do i have a this bitch moment normally i do normally i do so actually i'm gonna go around the table real quick and see exactly when it comes to this bitch does anyone have a moment yes i do have a this bitch moment and we was talking about this earlier if you put it in it's there if not um i had a client of mine who ordered some pieces for me two weeks ago and I've been calling the client for the past two weeks. So being that they like Facebook, um, I inboxed them on Facebook and they had like nothing never happened. But this bitch get <laughs> every call on the cell phone which I called you on and I left you three messages. And so when I inbox your ass on Facebook where well, everybody can see that you need to talk to me, then you want to act like everything cool? Fuck you bitch. <laughs> I'm simple. That's my this bitch moment. Very small, very short, very sweet to the point. Uh, Ricky. Oh, God. I think I may have one tomorrow. It just depends on how everything yeah. unfolds. <laughs> so I'll say I think I may, because I had a situation that occurred earlier in the week. I ordered some items that are uh, internationally shipped. So I got part of my order, but I didn't get the second part because the post office took it to the wrong place and that person took it back to the post office and they shipped it back when I spoke to the supervisor she said um, I was being nice about it I had my smile on my face I had a good attitude and um, she tracked it and she said oh your package is in Opalaka and she looked at me like she was from the exit stage left because her left <laughs> leg was already moving I was like no, wait a minute. We ain't done here. We're not done. So you need to turn back around and finish this conversation with me. Yeah. So um, she kind of straightened up and she was like, oh, well, you can check back next week or whatever, which I still wasn't I still wasn't buying it. That's why I said I may have one tomorrow when I go to talk to that bitch and she needs to let me know where my package is. If I don't get it, if it's not at my doorstep tomorrow, I'm going to the post office tomorrow. So leave your queen at home. I don't know if I can do that because I did that on Wednesday when I went. Okay. I did that on Wednesday. So you're going to have your hair rollers and your bevel? I just might. Two I, gonna I'm going to take a picture. Listen, I ain't mad. <laughs> wow. I act the ass anyway. Because you have to sometimes. You got to get your port across. So she may see Jaquita. Mm-hmm. She may see you tomorrow. Can you imagine if there's somebody reading with that name? They may call up there this is. podcast and tell you mm-hmm. off. You know what? They can They'll sit in my I'm a very nice person. How dare you? I don't find where we eat and I'm going to cut them. The name's a queer, don't judge the person. Where you stay? Hmm? Projects. <laughs> oh, that's. Now that's how I Raven Simone. Go ahead. Now nah, yeah. fuck that bitch. <laughs> she need her ass whooped with a what, good belt. Watermelonina. What was what was the name of that name? Yeah. Anyway? Watermelandria. Watermelandria. <laughs> that, so that's oh wow. my god. Anyway, so we have our guest. Our guest today is Clayton. And so Clayton, just yeah. like I explained, we normally have our this bitch week. We actually a segment where we just simply. Give a rant and rave about mm-hmm. any particular person, place, or thing that actually occurred for us this week. So, mm-hmm. Darnell, 
biggest bitch in my life goes by the name of Sally Mae. <laughs> Uh, yeah, didn't call her YouTube? Didn't she elope yeah. with Navient? Yes, she changed her fucking name. I know her. Fucking Navient. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate him. I can't even. <laughs> that's not even a name. What is that? <laughs> yeah, what is that? All I yeah. know is that they want my money yeah, all the time. First, to the lows. Those who actually know Studa Lowe's, you know Sally Mae and Navient yeah, very you, well. Now. You know them very You well. get them emails, you get them calls, yeah. you know. Salome puts you on Robo Dialing. They told me. And at 8 o'clock in the morning, yeah. there is a call. This is a reminder for. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, exactly. when I get tired of them bitches, I hit the zero to talk to the operator mm-hmm. and I chew they ass out. That won't stop them from garnishing your wages. Your, your income, <laughs> tax, really whatever it is that they. That's exactly. like the government. Like I got an email shit. the other day saying your next your next bill is four hundred something dollars. Damn! Like what the fuck? So I have to deal with that shit. You can't get that. Um, no, no, that's what I have to do. I yeah. have to deal with it. Yeah, I'm sick of dealing with it. But that's the rest of my life. You know, Obama only paid off his his student loans a few years ago. <laughs> the goddamn president. But what <laughs> chance know, do we stand? Come talk I know, to exactly. me afterwards. I may have a solution for you with Navia. Really? We have uh, Sally May. It's kind of funny you mentioned Sally May because I want to go to PayPal. Let me tell you what PayPal did to me. Okay, first off, this is the part that I really couldn't understand. I received a call maybe last year from a collection agency saying, I owe PayPal. I'm like, (laughs) how the hell did I owe PayPal? What did I do? I mean, I I didn't sell anything on eBay. I said, where exactly what all this situation occurred? So I said, I'm going to reject this call. Uh, Whatever the situation is, you better bring it back to PayPal. I don't know know shit. So... Next, you know, I get a client. My client actually working with her when it comes to um, so promoting her short film. Um, so right now, I say send the money to the payment through PayPal. PayPal comes back and says, well, you have limited capabilities to go into your own account. Why do I have limited capabilities? Well, let me call. It swings me directly over to a collections agency. Uh, <laughs> you owe us $103.63. For what? Well, you know, apparently you owe, you made a transaction, this was back a couple years ago, and right now we're ready to collect in order to get your funds from your account. But how, how is this possible? Well, there is a connection between, check this out, my email, I recently this week connected to PayPal. So there are two email addresses that automatically connects so I can get emails, you know, for any type of situation I can be able to go through both emails. So apparently they said I owed them to another email. Now, mind you, this particular email, I found out later, the first representative and the second representative never once told me the name of this email. Not one person. Mm-hmm. So I found the email, and at the towards the end of it, it gives XXXXX, so I couldn't see it. So I'm like, I one, I never spell my first name, and I never give my full last name on my email address. Something's wrong. So I give them a call to PayPal. PayPal says, um, yes, we connected that to the address. How the hell is that possible? Can you explain? Well, you know, we go through a series of things that actually connected off, and we're very good at it. Uh, the department concluded that, you know, it is not ID fraud, so therefore you must pay. You don't know me that well to actually tell me what I'm going to pay. I know for a fact, if I don't owe anything, if I didn't sell anything, I didn't do anything back in when? 2013. 2013. Hmm. And it was an email that was my first name and the last name. Can you spell that out, please? Just to make sure. And they spelled the last name. Apparently, I misspelled my own last name. So I'm like, 
Uh, let me just make sure I'm getting this right. I owe you $103.63, and I also misspelled my own last name in an email that you said belongs to me. The person paused. Yes. Like, almost like they were confused. So I said, mm, sorry, not going to happen. I call, I went online because when you call PayPal, it automatically, based on your number, reroutes you to collections, collections. So what I did, see, the one thing about people, you never, ever, don't ever get people who are, who really are frustrated. They may go through an extra work than you to make sure that that particular person, company, place, or thing pays. So a couple of websites are dedicated strictly to PayPal. And they don't like PayPal. They give the number of the operations manager, CEO. They give every department because PayPal apparently was sued that they didn't want to give them the information. So I went to one of those websites and guess what? I pulled the number up. And I finally got somebody that was like, yeah, this is kind of weird. The account, uh, mm, um, I said, well, how many transactions were done? Said, oh, over 10. Over 10? This is all things that I'm learning. So that department transferred to back to the collection department. Collection department, yes, so there's, you know, because mind you, they already told me you can't go nobody else but us. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I called, spoke to him. I said, something's still not right with this. But tell you what, I need to get this client resolved. We're going to come back to that, do what you got to do, but I'm coming back. But me being stubborn, I only did that because they told me you can't get more information until you pay it. So I paid it. Went to get more information, found out that, uh-uh, this ain't me. Went to another department. The department went around and said, we're going to credit that right back to you. So PayPal, basically, and looking at the reviews, made it horrible for everybody. I was on that phone for two hours straight. When did I get off? And where is PayPal at? PayPal is in California. They are, looking the at, <laughs> they are in California. So that one, to me, was my bitch of the moment. But that was it. I was pissed because it was actually hurting my business portion of it. So, that was it. Uh, now, usually at this particular point, it's a rotating segment, but we're going to use the rotating segment as a plug for Clayton. Mm -hmm. Clayton and his business. So, Clayton, can you please explain to the audience what you do? Okay. Well, thank you for the opportunity for this. I wasn't expecting it. Um, my name is Clayton, and I run a business. It's called Business Solution Specialist, and we provide a wide range of products and services for the business communities and individuals. We do business plans, grant proposals. Um, we do executive planning if you need to um, change your profile on your website. Maybe you have a profile that isn't putting out those things that would make you look and see more professional and marketable. We work on those. And we also do credit repair because sometimes you want to start your business, but your business does not have its own credit, and so your own credit becomes your business credit. As well as you may have a grant proposal, you need one, and you don't know exactly how to go about creating this nonprofit. So we do all of these things um, on a one-to-one -one basis. We bring back that old, that old way of doing business where one of our team comes to your home and sits down with you and talks to you about your dreams, your aspirations, what you'd like to achieve, and we set up a plan for you and we work towards that. And it's a free consultation. All you need to do is call 754-333-1603. And we're there to hear you. No hookups. <laughs> <laughs> and how long has this business been around? It's been around since 2012. The good thing about it is in the end, 
when you help somebody and you can see them getting their mortgage or their car or their client, you know, the student loans. I had one client, um, they were seizing his taxes, his tax returns, and um, we negotiated a very good deal for him. So now he's smiling all the way. He's, he's no longer being reported as um, delinquent or it's not messing up his credit anymore. And those are the good things we like to see happen. It, it makes the work worthwhile. Do you have a website? Yeah. You can f- we prefer to use a Facebook page because it's easier to connect with our customers, our clients, and for anyone else who wants to just view because we post videos and, and, and other seminars on there. All you need to do is to go to facebook.com backslash solutions specialist. And once you do that, you'll be able to see all the new videos about tax frauds that are going on, things that the collectors can do and cannot do and should not do. And also, let me invite you to like the page, because if you do, and someone becomes our client and say they saw it from your page, we send you an automatic gift of 40 bucks. So there's nothing to lose. And call us for your free consultation. What's the number? 754-333. One six zero three. What's the number again? Seven five four three 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 one six zero three. So what I'm going to do tonight, just so everybody knows, I'm going to actually going to go on that Facebook and actually share it with all my friends, share it with everybody, like the page, whatever you need to do, and you know, hopefully we can actually get some things rolling for another. One of the things that the podcast also do is. Like I said, it's actually available for people to listen to and little plugs like that. Support black business. Right. And, <laughs> as, and as I said, um, I didn't go through his thing officially, but he's helped me with everything I needed to get my car, being that I didn't work only but five months last year. So I had seven months of um, unseen income. And with his advice and his words of wisdom, I was able to get a brand new car. So it does work. And I'm speaking from experience. The advice he gave me got me to where I needed to be. So, yes, it does work. So, if you listening, try it out. All right? All right, all right. Well, at this point, we kind of go towards the end. Has anybody got anything else to say to the audience or anything else like that? Ricky, how you liking your time here? I am enjoying it uh, thoroughly. It's, it's a good environment. I Everybody's cool, so it's really good. All right, all right. So, I'm, I'm pulling out my book. And again, this is not the Bible, but it is John C. Maxwell. The blue Bible. <laughs> how successful people think. So just to end off everything, how can you stay focused? Number one, remove distractions. Make time for focused thinking. Number two. Number three, keep items of focus before you. Number four, set goals. Make your goals. You have to measure something. Number five, question your progress. And I'm going to end it with that. Question your progress. That's it. So <laughs> thank you for everybody joining us this week. And like I said, next week, as we always do, we're going to put the podcast on the website and also SoundScan. So just keep a lookout. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can also go to our website, brotherspeakpod.com. Yeah, by the way, Instagrams, you're going to see everybody's face. You're able to see everybody's face with those who decide to take pictures. I don't know. Not until I get a haircut. No, my God. All right, so we'll end it off. Thank you guys so much, and uh, have a great week. Peace.